listening to It's All Good, Magic, Mysticism, and Earth Medicine. Check us out by visiting www.magicandmedicine.blogspot.com. I'm your host, Dr. Candice Nadine Green. Well, hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to another episode of Magic and Medicine. So I hope you all are well and healthy and doing great still during this pandemic time. And before we begin our show today, I want to make a couple of announcements and good stuff. So on our, our site, our page, Magic and medicine.blogspot.com. If you browse around, you will find our Etsy shop, which we've been doing really well. We've been um, selling out of our versatile net gators, and it's, I mean, they're going very well. They're all sorts of designs and everything. It's for, so you can look fashionable and use it for other purposes when you are in this pandemic time and even afterwards. Lots of people who are runners like to use them for their necks. I have long dreadlocks, so I use them for my dreadlocks. I used to make them for myself, but now I make them for others as well. So just check them out. We have adults and we have children. And that's my uh, side hustle during this pandemic time. But it's going the way it is. So what has been going on? Um, uh, Business homeschooling, writing, painting, doing all those things. And happy to get out to you another show. It's taken me a bit because I've just been, um, just couldn't find the time to set aside. And every time I did, something else happened. And you know the way it goes. But today we're going to talk about um, blood magic and African ancestry. Now, I'd like to talk about African ancestry because this, we, I feel that there's not enough talked about it. Um, when, when I listen to other podcasts and, and about uh, witchy things or metaphysical things, there's not enough talk about our African ancestry, a heritage with uh, our, our rightful spiritual heritage. Uh, we, when we think of black people, we think of church and Baptists and all of that, but it's much further than that. I mean, that is actually not really our, our um, heritage. So we'll talk about blood. We'll talk about blood magic, blood and probably lots of different cultural cultures rep is seen as a representation um, it's okay the blood is a mystical quality has a mystical quality it's unifying and as long as our blood flows we are alive correct so red is a representation of blood in many african and caribbean cultures in many indigenous african cultures when african traditional where african traditional religions are practiced um, blood represents the animals that are sacrificed to a deity or deities because blood is the most precious gift. It flows through us. It is us. The blood is submitted to our ancestors to show our appreciation and to ask for their blessings. 
I mean, we don't really do that now, but back when we, in those times before current times, when, when it, before it was made illegal, uh, that's what we did. That's what, we, what our ancestors did is blood was submitted to the ancestors via the animal sacrifice in order to show our appreciation for our deity or for the ancestors or god gods goddess and to ask them for a blessing so we want something we give them an offering and that was the offering now the bantu bantu witches remember the egyptian way the ab ab in egyptian medicine means the heart or the heart soul it is a, uh, se- there are seven birth goddesses called the Hathors or the holy midwives, and they are associated with the seven heavenly spheres. Each Egyptian, uh, excuse me, <laughs> the seven heavenly spheres gave each Egyptian seven souls at birth. So each Egyptian was given seven souls at birth, one of which is the soul heart. And what we mentioned just earlier, the Ab, A-B, was considered the most important of the seven souls. And eventually, the Ab came to mean both offering and heart. The hieroglyph of the Ab was a dancing figure, which also became associated with the mystical dance of life that, was go- that goes on inside the body, that was thought to go on inside the body, the heartbeat. Um, represents all of that. So heartbeat, heartbeat represents the, the heartbeat is represented by the dance, excuse me. Now, the Bantu witches were cast a spell by symbolically eating the heart of the intended victim to consume his or her heart life. And in this culture, the heart is the seat of the self. Now, the African-American heart healers and the mother healers of Jamaica, they synchronized the four elements and the four humors. And what's the four humors? The four humors are a system attributed to the ancient Greek Hippocrates, Hippocrates, excuse me, based on medical knowledge learned from the ancient Egyptians. Now, according to the four humors, humors system, the body is filled with four basic substances called humors. And these humors are balanced when we are well, when we're healthy and well, both physically and mentally, and also spiritually. Now, disease and disabilities are the result of excess or deficit of one of the four humors. Okay. So what... Excuse me, let's say here. Now, what are the four humors? Now, these four humors, um, they each fluctuate with time, diet, and activity. So if any of those things is, not, is off, then there would be a fluctuation in one of these four humors. And we have the four humors, which are the black bile, yellow bile, phlegm, and blood. And there were four elements that were related, closely related to the four humors. And those were earth, which is uh, related to, which coincides with the black bile, fire, 
which coincides with the yellow bile, water coincides with phlegm, and the air, the all four uh, represented by blood through the air. Now, um, blacks, African-Americans, come from a long, rich history of tapping into the supernatural. Dalian Aldofo, he's a docu is, a, is a documentary filmmaker and co-founder of Ancestral, Ancestral Voices, says, every ritual is to help you to connect to the ancestors like voodoo, activating your ancestral me memory. The Yoruba, you are working with ancestors all the time to have them guide you through life. That's the, I don't know what that, I just made a mistake there. So, but, but this is what the person says. It's in quotes. So excuse me if it's not grammatically correct. So in Yoruba, you are working with ancestors all the time to have them guide you through life. This allows us to move forward. And, and Adolfo believes that colonial propaganda has laid a foundation of resentment toward African spirituality. There is fear, there's negativity towards African, um, African spirituality, and Christianity has deconstructed traditional African practices. Now, this is, I encounter this all the time myself, not being Christian. Other Africans, other African Americans, um, look at me sort of like I'm doing the work of the devil. And I know I've mentioned that many times on this, this show here. But there's a belief that if we don't believe in Jesus or pray to the Christian God, then we are doing Satan's work. First of all, I don't believe in Satan. And I know there's many other pagans out there who don't as well. But it, in the African American community, we, those of us who are, I mean, up here, at least where I live, I don't see many like me. It's sort of taboo. Uh, we automatically think when some, when people see us, they automatically think we're from the Bible belt because slavery in the South and that, uh, we, you know, we're Baptist or pro and some other type of Protestant, but that's, that's the way we're thought of. And when we're not what people expect us to be, they think that they should have to pray for our souls or we're going to bust hell wide open. It's, it's, it's very sad, really, because it just goes to show you how we've been corrupted and how, how we, we've been taught to fear and despise our own heritage our own ancestry and not realizing who we are and from where we come and from where we come is a way of taking away our power to making, to make us ignorant because if we really knew and embraced our ancestry and the power and the, all of magic and the spiritual practices and the tradition, we would not, we would be in a different place. We would have our stuff together. 
we would realize we would not let anyone degrade us and feel degraded or feel that we can't move up in society or that we have to stick to certain ways you know that was when 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 slave masters took that away from us took our culture for, forbade us to speak our language forbade forbade us to practice our african spirituality our african traditions they took away our power and they made us fearful fearful of ourselves fearful of really who we are and it caused such conflict amongst our own people so that even today we can't get along even today we have these issues that you have those who are christian and those who are not. it's just horrible it's so horrible our community needs so much help i mean it's not all bad but it could be a lot better so now in regards to the haitian revolution which was good for a brief time it there was a display of ancestral power Africans found themselves in the middle of the worst treatment in Haiti. And they were able to fight using voodoo and physics, you know, ancestral, which included ancestral knowledge and power. There was physics in the form of ancestral knowledge and power. And Africans who were raised in Christianity were taught to turn the other cheek, you know, take away, taking away the power. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you the way of making us obey and the african the africans who were raised in christianity had to do this in the face of even the most extreme anti-humane systems of oppression like slavery the bible was used to oppress to contradict to control and to carry out hidden agendas for those who were in power and let me tell you and that is what so many of our people fail to realize so many of my people fail to realize they they just ignore this they think it doesn't exist and if they only would stop and think and ask themselves where does this christianity come from how did how did my ancestors because i don't know why there are some blacks in, here in america who will say i'm not african you are black you have african ancestry all right your great great grandfather was a slave how do you think they got here Okay, come on, people. I, I this 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 uh, this hostile feeling between blacks, African Americans, and Africans—it's just ridiculous. I mean, the blood is still the same. The blood is the blood. <laughs> Again, like like we're talking here about blood here. The blood is there. You cannot change that. But because someone is grown up in America, not of their own choice, and someone grows up in Africa, it doesn't mean that it's not any, it's not, it doesn't mean that one is better than the other. Okay, first of all, the person who is here, for instance, me, I'm here. I couldn't help that when my ancestors were taken from West Africa aboard the Clotilda here in the Mobile Bay because some captain who was really doing really poorly made a bet that he could sneak in some Africans here right under the noses of the authorities. 
and everyone had a piece of the pie. They put their money in and to everyone who got some money, they, they were given slaves as payment, uh, Africans who were going to be slaves as payment. Okay. Was that my fault? No. So is that, is there a reason for an African to hate me because I'm here and I speak English and I didn't really learn, I didn't grow up in Africa? Uh, no. My ancestors founded Africa Town. That's what they did because they were abandoned. The captain who made this bet on them took off because authorities had gotten word of what he was doing and he was going to get in big trouble because it was this triangle trade. The triangular trade was illegal at that point, the triangle trade. And he took off and there were these Africans and what are they supposed to do? Okay. They, they were left there. They started making their own town, using their own language, put immersed in their culture, and that's what they did. Right? That's what they did. I mean, that's great. But it was here in America, and it's not my fault. I mean, there's this image that, that the, the, <laughs> this image that my that black people, you know, in there were given, were given of this white savior. It's brainwashing who was pure and good and not it was really not relevant to african ancestry at all with this white jesus and there was many representations in the bible of black being seen and defined as sinister evil indicative of condemnation characterized by hostility or very angry and again this this was taught to the black people by the white Christians, another way of beating the black person down. You are not worthy. You are not better than us. And all the examples of magic, okay, in the Bible had to do with a man who was white and blue-eyed. No black person, there was no black person I remember in the Bible who did what Jesus did. Okay, there were no persons of dark complexion or African descent who did any of that good, any of the magic that was supposedly good. Nor did an African have access to the supernatural who represented as God in the Bible. Then there was no direct communication line. Yet blacks today bury themselves in the biblical word and all that it signifies. I mean, I just think that we need to, they need to open their eyes. I mean, are they ignorant of their roots? Are they unaware of Christianity's roots? So perhaps it has been shoved down the throats of their slave ancestors as a method of control that they don't know anything else. That's all they know. And they're too afraid to know what the real root of their ancestry is, the power that lies that in knowing. There's fear because society teaches us that it's to be feared and nothing can come good of it. I mean, slaves were forbidden to practice their African spiritual practices and traditions because it caused fear in the hearts and minds of the white slave owners. 
who told slaves that they would be killed if they didn't accept Christianity. So those who did on the surface accept managed to mix some of their own African traditions into Christianity so much so that the slave masters, masters were un were unaware. And for a brief time, they even were given their own day of worship until, until slave masters began to see that they were doing stuff in it that wasn't Christian. And that they were, they were scared that they were putting hexes on them and things like that. So that was, it was squashed. Why do, why knowing all this would blacks want to disassociate, would blacks in America want to disassociate themselves with their ancestry? The negativity, the sad propaganda relating to African culture. I mean, come on. When we see Africa on TV, what, what, when we were growing up and saw Africa on TV, what did we see? Okay, the give, I remember the give a dime a day for to help them give a meal to a child in Africa. It was always a sad. See some kid with their, their belly swollen because they haven't eaten half naked or naked with flies buzzing around. Come on. I remember those images. Those tele campaigns on TV. It was sad. And that's and I and it would make me be like, oh, that's not my that's not my people. It's awful. So today, right? As a result of all of this negativity and, and things like that, today, even some Afro Cubans will practice Catholicism publicly, okay, publicly, and Santeria privately because of that taboo, because of the taboo and because it's seen as negative, and evil. I mean, blacks here in America have historically, historically have had a hard time embracing that power. If we just knew that our you know, going embracing our tradition, our African ancestors, when we realize realize them and 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 honor them, they help us to progress in life. And when that was taken away, what happened? Slavery. The condition of black people where where it is today, loss of power. I mean, we believe the hype. That our ancestry is dark and evil. Look at Halloween. Look at all the negativity surrounding ancestor veneration. How is that different from worshiping Jesus, except that Jesus is not our ancestor? I don't care what they say in the Bible. He's not our ancestor. Not, not mine. We pay re what we're doing is paying respect to our ancestors. And they, in turn, help us. A huge part of many African traditional religions is the remembrance, the celebration, and the guidance of our ancestors. Take his example. Palo Mayombe, I'm probably saying the name wrong. Palo, Palo Mayombe is a nature-based nature 
with deities found in nature. It's a nature-based tradition, okay, with deities found in nature. The deities are given human attributes to make them more relatable and understandable. Now, Palomayombi stresses that we should respect our ancestors. That's what we should do, respect them because they have come before and they know more than we do. Okay. Just hang on one minute. It got really dark in this room because I am sick recording by a window and the sunset is so beautiful and all of a sudden it's dark. So I got to turn on the light because I can't see. So give me a second. Okay, I'm back, and I do apologize for disappearing for a brief moment, but I just, I just kept talking and talking, and the sun's going down, and all of a sudden, I said, oh my goodness, I need some light sitting in the dark. Okay, so back to what we, uh, I was talking about, uh, we should respect our ancestors. Okay, so African spirituality is really about liberation. The purpose of African spirituality is to connect us with the ancestors' energy for guidance. What's wrong with that? But we don't realize that. Blacks in America do not. We, we, we don't realize it because we haven't been shown it. It's been hidden from us. And we've been taught to fear and to despise our lineage. There's no such thing, you know, no such thing as the devil in African spirituality. No, it's no, not at all. We, there is a duality. Okay, there's a duality. We have a spark, which is a spirit within us. We each have a role to play. There is no heaven and there is no hell. We are one with the earth, with Mother Nature. Why? Because we are made up of 70% water, which means that we, are, that we are affected by the moon, which affects the ocean. And it affects us. So that makes us the same. And we are nature. Nature is us. Because when our spirits leave our bodies, we go back to the earth and we become one with the earth. That makes me think of, I hear this in a lot of movies, but it reminds me of The Lion King. When um, Mufasa is telling Simba that the antelope eat the grass and the lions eat the antelope. And when they die, when the lion dies, the antelope, uh, the, when the lion dies, it becomes the earth and the grass grows and then the antelope eat the grass and that's the circle of life it just keeps going and going and going like that and that's really true it's not just in the cartoon it's true it's true so it's the circle of life we die and become one with the earth our body becomes one with the earth our spirit lives on forever 
And this is a nice quote that I've gotten from um, afropunk.com. I want to share this quote with you. It says, what we might look at as otherworldly or magical is really a history so embedded in our blood. We just need help connecting with it. And that's from afropunk.com. I know I went on a little bit of a rant, but I really had a lot to share with you today. And I do hope that you've taken away something from this. And I know being a, a black person who's a pagan, who's a mystic, living in New England, it's, it's you know, there aren't many like me here. So, so it's very hard to find, to find community with others. I've searched online. I managed to find, you know, some of the Facebook groups, even though I know it says black witches, black pagans. Sometimes I don't like the talk that goes on sometimes because I feel that black culture is, the American black culture is so negative. Yeah, you know, I'm not a rap fan. I mean, I liked Snoop Dogg when I was a kid. Um, I only liked him, not the words he said, but I, I liked the way, what was behind the words, the rhythm, how he would just, how he was able to make his voice go like that. But I wasn't banging his music all the time. And not at all, because frankly, a lot of that stuff insults me, makes me, you know. And you know, I, 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 and People don't often know if they've never seen me and they hear my voice, they don't think I'm black and they certainly don't think I'm West African. Um, but that's just the way it was. I went to, Catholic, I had my parents put me in Catholic school where they literally beat parochial school back in the day when the nuns would beat you and make you talk a certain way. I remember standing up in front of the class. I mispronounced radio and this old nun, Sister Helen, who's now gone on to spirit world many years ago, had told me to stay up in the class and say it over and over and over again until I got it the right way. Now, the right way was her way, okay? I wasn't allowed to have an accent. I wasn't allowed to think, speak, or do anything different than the rest of those in the school or in the class. And that was from kindergarten to grade eight. And then finally, I went to a public school, went to classical high school and graduated. Then went on to college. But um, see what I'm saying? It's the same way with slavery. They were not allowed to have their culture, tradition. It had to be literally beat out of them because they had to accept the other way. When you are like everyone else, when you are like everyone else, then you are not a threat to anyone else. Then you have no power, no individuality. You can't, you're not able to realize the magic, the help of the ancestors that you have within reach. And that is to keep you ignorant so you cannot get ahead. That's what it's about. And I maybe I get a lot of hate email or whatever, but listen, prove me I'm wrong. I mean, concrete, not, not an opinion. Prove, 
for real. Show me what good, what said slavery was good for the black person. No, it was not. It, it, it robbed us of our heritage, of our culture, of our, of everything, of many things, our language, our cultures, traditions. So again, I'm going to read that quote one more time and then I'm going to end because I could be here all night. Let me find this quote. Okay. From afropunk.com. I'm going to leave you with this quote and then that's it. Think about it. What we might look at as otherworldly or magical is really a history so embedded in our blood. Blood. We just need help connecting with it. That's what I'm going to leave you with today. So I thank you for listening. Remember to visit us at magic with a K and medicine.blogspot.com. We're on Patreon. We're on Facebook as well. Sign up, subscribe to our newsletter. That would be great. And feel free to contact us. Support the magic and ma magic in medicine Etsy shop. There's always great things for you. And thank you for listening. listening to It's All Good, Magic, Mysticism, and Earth Medicine. Visit us anytime at www.magicandmedicine.blogspot.com.